I started from nothing Never knew where my next meal was coming But I transform my life I stay one step ahead Mindset of disruption I own the edge This is a drill cast Where I bring the wisdom you need Everyone is selling knowledge I get mine away for free I'm as real as it gets You either love or hate me Best believe I'm Major League Bill Hines That's me This is the drill cast you want to put it here so you don't have to have it on your lap? And you can I can't see that. I'm old. All right. I'm like, okay. It's like, <clears throat> it's going to be like that. I'm only going to go to this this one time and then the intro and outro. And then we got our little, I started from nothing. Never knew in my neck. It was coming. coming. I played that for somebody and they were like, who are the Thundercats? I said the Thrillcast. <laughs> the thunder, really? <laughs> the Thundercats. Then they, they're, where are you? They're a cartoon who, or who something. Who did you play that for? I played that, told you, for people at Rolling Stone. Oh, really? You didn't like the feedback. Yeah, but who, are they really with Rolling Stone? I'll show you their stuff later. Yeah. Like RollingStone.com or Rolling Stone the magazine? Well, Rolling Stone seems like it's becoming a dot com now well, after I, all there this. There's two different things though, yeah. But yeah, now no, Rolling Stone magazine. And now it seems no. to be. Yeah, she's afraid of the. I think she's afraid. Don't of you something. make a penis fucking joke, okay? <laughs> she's afraid of a. I am big not here to be thing in front of her mouth. Stop it! <laughs> it's always sex or race. Yeah. So, so you're not into BBC. <laughs> you know what that is? Big black cocks. Yeah. Yeah. Cock is my preferred penis word. Oh, is it? What about you? Well, do you say penis or dick or cock or dingaling? I mean, if I was a girl, I wouldn't lay down and be like, fuck me with your penis. Let me see your dingling. Yeah, like, <laughs> can I lick your vulva? <laughs> no. I don't know the anatomy of a woman. I don't even know what that is. I, I do. don't know what a vulva I'm, I'm, is. I'm well-tuned. I had a porn star tell me I was top three in the world. Top three what? Cock? No. Coxman? Everything. Bullshit. Sexual part. Tell us everybody you've slept with. Four people. Four people? Yeah, you mean people. it? You yeah, swear to God. Four people, but thousands you've, and thousands of times. Stop! You've only had sex with four women in your life? How many women have you had sex with? None. I'm pure Ever? heart. I've never... Come on. Seriously, have you only had sex with four women? I'm so impressed if that's real. No. That's not real? No. Okay. It's not a lot. I wonder if it's more or less than my number, because I feel like I have a low number. Are you recording this? This is good. Okay. What's your number? I'm supposed to say mine first? Yeah, of course. Well, you just deliberately Ladies lied. first. Okay, mine encompasses mine encompasses every sexual experience I've ever had with anyone. So this number oh, so isn't like if, just like like if somebody fucked your feet or something. Well, I, I'm from Ohio, so we're pretty traditional. In Ohio, there's people that <laughs> no, fuck goats. No, we're not. No, we're not. Happens. No, we're not. It happens. No, we're not. Yes, it, it. It. I've seen it. Man and a woman, baby making sex. All right, but you traditional like foreplay. Yes, foreplay. Yes, oral. Right. Okay, mine is 10. Really? Is it high for you? Or no, low? I think that's great. What yeah. about you guys? Does that feel like high or low? No, that's low. low. I mean, okay. you're, you're like, what, 20-something? Yes. So, yeah, I mean, shit. There's, there's, uh -huh. there's 18-year-olds that fucking have double your body count. He did like the head nod. Like, mm. uh, it's like, uh, so, Chris, what do you think? Is that strike you as high or low? Normal. Chris has only been with Michelle, so. Is that like, true? Yeah. One. His Stop. One. Yeah. Well, that is. You, so, no, that's beautiful. Michelle? Yes, she's a knockout. My point is, if you're going to cheat, you got to cheat up. He can't cheat up. I agree with she's that. She's brilliant. She's smart. She's like, very sweet. Yeah. Great. They make good I'm babies. Sure. Aw. I mean, she's a kid. It's beautiful. Yeah. I haven't. Is it blonde? I had a feeling it'd be a blonde kid. Yeah, his kid's blonde. Okay. All right. Gorgeous. I am. And I don't know the number. That is bullshit. I knew he was going to do that. He said he doesn't know his number. I don't like who makes lists. Fuck you. That's a lie. You, so you make a list. Well, I did because I wanted to know. No, it's definitely under 10. Guys know how many times they've had sex with you. That's bullshit. You know your number. No, it's under 10. Well, yeah, way under 10. Well, don't say way under like I'm uh, a... The girl in high school that lasted two and a half months. Uh-huh. All right. But Wife. she didn't want to do anything. I remember she went to a band. It was funny. Chris says 30. 
No fucking way. No, he said less than 10. Chris is like, Chris is like, I have the door access codes. I think he's much more conservative than he lets off. No, I am. You know the whole the loudest guy in the room is the weakest? The guy who talks about sex the most is maybe the one of the more conservatives. Yeah, okay. Guys, who talks about sex more than Bill? I joke about everything. Nobody. I talk about everything. No, that's not no. true. That's not true. Guys, not true. hands up if I'm right. I'll back that shit up. See? Yes. No. Because it's fun. Essentially, we always get back to sex, right? It's biology, as a good friend of mine says. Mm-hmm. It's biology. But that paints quite a different picture. Listen, that hey, a man listen, who's only had sex with less than people, ten women. Yeah, but thousands of times. Sure, us, you and me both, brother. I think I am as well. I'm a very particular person. So the thing is that there's people out there, right? This one girl, I thought I was wanted to marry her. I was like, I was like 19. I think she was like 17 or something like that. She was amazing. So. Um, so you lost your virginity when you were 17. No, 18. 18? No, she was 17. I was 19. Oh, was sorry. I heard that backwards. Yeah, I was in the army at the time. And I was like... That's a very mature age to lose your virginity. No, I was 18. I, I know. Was like, literally, when it happened, I was in high school. <laughs> in the 80s, right? The fuck in the 80s. 90s? Yeah. It was 2010. No. Wasn't um, it? In the, you went to the army in the 80s? 1990. Oh, my God. No, I actually went through basic Good training. Good Lord, I was off by a year. No, so in when it was funny fucking story. Like, literally... My entry into the sexual world started with a voyeur. I shit you not. So we went to this 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 girl's house. Like the girl I was dating. Like first first it went like, hey, you want to go to the like, hey, you're you're single. Did she know she was dating you? <laughs> yeah, she found out. Yeah. Are you the voyeur? When the tip went in, no, no. The the uh, what happened was don't what it confess is, is, the sexual assault on the air. No, listen. No, what happened was, <laughs> so so we went to the prom. Literally, her dad's like, hey, you're taking her to the prom. You better return her as you found her. So I was like, okay, this fucking guy just, and he was like Argentinian. So I was like, I ain't fucking with him. So, but then it was like days. So that night I did, we didn't do anything. I returned her to uh, just like she found him. But he didn't say for that weekend when we went to Seaside. So we went to this this girl's house and she had a guy, she was just a friend. And literally like one thing led to another and we had like played around and stuff like that, foreplay and stuff like that. But the, literally, I look up and these houses, if you've ever been to a beach house in Seaside, the walls don't go all the way up to the ceiling. They're like a foot or two from the ceiling. So I look up and this dude's like watching us have sex. And he was like really secretly into her, right? And I'm just like, I got so pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this considered cuckolding? Because he was For in him, love with maybe. her? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not okay. doing that. So you caught Literally. eyesight with him, and did you Listen, hold I'm eye not, contact while I'm not, you finished? I'm not, I'm not watching porn. I'm performing <laughs> porn. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not watching you. So you saw I mean, this man watching, and then you close your eyes, right and you shake him out. off. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You so shoo him like, out of there. Yeah. So you so. finished, nonetheless, and. Well, no, but see, that actually, I was like, okay, hey. If I want to last long with a girl, I just got to think of Joe watching me. <laughs> I thought people thought about baseball. Uh, but yeah, it's only been like four to six, seven women tops. I think I forgot one, but but it was like, I was like 19 or 20 Are you counting the woman that you did not finish with? No, because we didn't have sex. Oh. Like she didn't blow me, she didn't touch me, like we were oh. kissing and making out and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't count that either. That was a long time ago. No, I ago. Yeah, no, I, if, we, if like... I don't, I don't even count a girl like they just blew me, you know, or if I just went down on them. Well, if I, I think most guys wouldn't count that, but I, I counted that in my like, numbers. I've went, I've went down on girls. And so then like, my number is even smaller than. I, I've went, I've went down on girls and be like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to fuck you. But now you I know. I would think you were gay for sure if that happened. No. To this day, those girls contact me on Instagram. Sure. We go to the sure. Andretti what, party. What does to do with anything? I go to the Andretti party and they're like, I remember, uh, my friend Lisa was like, where are you at? And I was like, I'm on a dance floor dancing with a gay couple. She's like, oh my God, I got to come see that. I'm fucking spinning them and they're like that. And it's like, they're thinking, they're probably thinking three-way. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm dancing with you. That's it. 
Like we ain't having a three-way. Tease. Yeah, exactly. I'm a dick tease. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was rubbing him, and then one guy's like looking at it. I'm like, fucking is he think he's gonna like? I'm gonna cuckold him with his Aww. gay partner. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. But anyway, um, yeah. So it's like, why? Everyone's like, why did you want to start a podcast? Well, actually, I didn't. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to actually. Um, I'm a very private person typically, so it's kind of like out of my comfort zone. But when I'm talking, like to people that know me, I'll tell them a bit. They know that Bill Hines will say anything to anyone at any time. Okay. And it's, and it's, you know, hey, I'm not claiming to be perfect. I make mistakes, uh, but I'm, I'm definitely a genuine person. And I think it's in this day and age, people are uncomfortable with that. Like they're, they're uncomfortable with the uh, truth behind things. And it's not even, meaning truthful in the world it's just truthful to me like how i feel like i don't like drinking that doesn't mean i'm against it that doesn't mean i'll never do it maybe one day i wake up saying you know what hand me a fucking beer i don't know never i i, I don't think so okay but so you think people are uncomfortable with your authenticity yeah i've i've been to where i've been like out with someone date you could call it a date you'd not call it a date and they're like you don't drink what's wrong with you are you a recovering alcoholic? Well, why do you have to advertise it? I'm why like, can't you just say yes, I don't want to drink? since I've been teething, you know? <laughs> like, I've never, like, you know, like, yeah. So, I don't know. The people ask that. They get uncomfortable. It's like, oh, my God, do you mind if I drink around you? I don't know. Have a couple. That's polite. Though. At what number do you get horny? You That's know? polite. Like, if I don't eat meat, and a lot of times people say, Yet. Do you, <laughs> do you mind if I order some? And yeah. I think it's just good manners. Yeah. Oh, I've done that before. I've been out with someone, female, vegan, like really vegan, vegan, vegan. Or is it, is it, what's, what's the. Vegan is no animal products. No, what's the one that's like really fucked up? Like I'm, nothing. Is that vegan? I feel like it's vegan. Oh, vegetarian and there's vegan, right? Okay. Yes. Vegan's the worst one, right? Or the best one. <laughs> Excuse me. I guess. Sure. Whatever. The one that's like. No animal products. At it's, all. So that's like simple. No dairy, nothing. Yes. So anyways, you went out with a girl. She was a vegan. Yeah, and then literally, like, she didn't say nothing, and, you know, I try to be pretty respectful to that, and I ordered filet mignon, right, and I get it, and then literally she starts, like, hyperventilating and, like, really make it, a, it was it was over, <laughs> it was a drama scene to me, and it was like, anyone that knows could me, have it's really like, appreciated this. it's like, time to check out, like, I'm like, gotta go to the bathroom, I'm like, take the steak away, and she's probably still at the restaurant waiting for me, like, years later. This seems to be a reoccurring like, theme her. that you... Ditch your dates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Be prepared, ladies. Yeah. He will well, take I, you there. He may not take you home. So anyway, why do I want to start a podcast? Well, I've actually been approached many times. And I was like, why? You know, and people are like, well, you got cool friends. You, you have a cool, cool story. Yes. You got cool stories. You started from nothing. Now you're here. You know, and, um, and, and obviously because, you know, I have a lot of experience in business. You know, I have a lot of experience being told no. And you know, kind of breaking through, you know, barriers and stuff like that, you know, and, and, uh, so I guess they, you know, and I don't care. They wanted access to, to me and to my friends and my network. Mm -hmm. So, um, I decided to launch the thrill cast and how I came up with the name of the thrill. Well, people on ba my baseball team gave me that nickname. So I'm not one of these douchey guys are like, Oh, give myself a nickname and get a yeah, vanity you license your own plate, you know? You know, like, ooh, you know, whatever. What? <laughs> Why, you got a vanity license plate? I do not, oh, however. Yeah. I mean, I what? have dated people who, who have those. Yeah, and they're probably douches, right? It's indicative of a douchebag, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More often than not. See, me, I have one that does say The Thrill, but that's branded. I'm sorry, what? But on one of the cars. It's a race car. So it's oh, okay, it's, okay. It's not like my everyday driver. That's something you didn't which, mention. You're also a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. Some, I play one on TV. <laughs> but, but my car, it's actually funny. Everyone's like, oh, they think it's a actually vanity plate because the ending two numbers on my daily driver is 57. And mm -hmm. literally, me and Chad got the car. The, we got, like, I don't know, matching cars, his and hers. He's the you her. You and your buddy have matching cars? We did. He he sold his for something else. Thank God, like, one Why'd you did. do that? Now he, he regrets it, though. So... His was like at the end 56 and mine happened to be 57. That's, I don't know, that's what the inmates in the correctional facility made those days. So I'm just kidding. They do, some, do make them. They, they do a good job with those. So. <laughs> okay. 
personal knowledge. So I feel like that's I've a, been there. a good I've watched the production bit of line. background on huh? you. I feel like that's a good bit of background on you. What, that I have a vanity license plate? No, oh. I, all of that. Yeah. So, again, I'm going to read this because, you know, it's, uh, you know, my thoughts. And just to do that. So it's like I decided to launch the Thrillcast. And, uh, you know, what is Thrillcast? It's my way of accomplishing two things. And it's uh, first thing, I'm going to finally tell my story the way it should be. You know, everyone has an opinion. You know, you can read about me in the press. Don't, don't, don't do that. Because uh, <laughs> they're all fucking liars. You yeah, know? there's look not the, a lot of journalistic integrity. Like, honestly, days. for the past few years, you know, what I'm actually a registered Democrat, you know, and uh, as is Meg. And, I am too. And, and, uh, However, I don't identify with that anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Identify. That's the thing. You know, I identify as a 25 year old. <laughs> he does. So I can, as you can tell, with bang the sexual commentary. Exactly. See, everything goes back to sex. I feel good. So the uh, ah, I love James Brown. Th- there you go. Very into James Brown that? right oh, now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love Motown and all that stuff. Anyway, we'll get to music taste later on. So the media likes to tell their story to try to sell papers. Sure. Like if you need Bill Hines to sell your paper, you're going out of business soon. You're fucked. Okay. Uh, so Isn't all print media- press? Kind of fucked at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think so. But down? you know what? You know, some the of these are, journalists, doesn't it cost a quarter? School, How can anybody you know, support themselves? They think that? they're creative, but they're really not. Like, aha, I got gotcha. you. Like, no, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. You know? Like, so, so, and I refuse to talk to them. The press. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, we have a marketing company. We have a magazine company. We have, you know, different things like that. So it's like, after like six or seven times, would have what? A publicist? Actually, we do. Howard Bragman in Los Angeles, one of the best in the world. Okay. Yeah. I don't listen to him. I probably should. He's like, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Let him. Let him. I feel like the guy in like Wolf of Wall Street. Keep your mouth shut. You're being tapped. <laughs> you know, uh, like, you know, like, I love that scene. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like fucking on Isn't Quaaludes. He eat the note? Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like flipping down. The other guy's choking on a fucking ham sandwich or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I never seen it. Yeah, like whatever. But anyway, so you don't do talk that. to the press. So yeah, so I want to basically be able to tell my story the way I have, and so obviously, you know, I've had production companies mm-hmm. like that has done reality TV shows come and offer me reality TV shows. I hear um, when you do a reality show, it ruins your life. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean. I guess, and then, and uh, but again, it's everyone searching for their own happiness. What if that makes them happy, and that makes them feel relevant, or however they want to feel? But it exploits your personal life. I don't see how you can gain a lot after that. They work for the Kardashians. Look at Kourtney Kardashian. She fucking hates it. Yeah, Bert, a good friend of mine, Bert Jenner is. Uh, he's the oldest son of Caitlyn, you know, and uh, he. You never. You saw him one episode. One episode. He's like, "Fuck this! I'd rather go live." He was homeless for a while. He's probably the most normal one out of all of them. He's fucking so cool. We got to have him on this show because he's like funny. You and him can talk about weed. Just kidding. Because (laughs) I smoke pot, Bill thinks it's uh, the center of my world. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I'm just, it's just funny. But I I mean, that's the center of like Bert's world. Bert loves, Bert's Bert's a horticulturalist. We won't stand by that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Cut that. We We don't don't. demonize marijuana here. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No, I don't. I honestly, I think there's people that fucking need it. Like ever, like a pound of it a day. No, why are you pointing at me? That's <laughs> fucked up. Although my good friend Chad Gracie and his beautiful wife Dino always say the first time if I ever did drugs or drink, they have to be there. Like they'll fly in private if they have to, just to be like. If I call them right now, like guys, in six hours they'll be like, fire up the jet. <laughs> like, Categorically, to, marijuana is not drugs, so I don't think it's a fucking drug. I don't think they're talking about that. Doesn't matter. I mean, everyone does it. I don't. I feel like the first time you ever did it, you would smoke and fall asleep. And you'd have the best sleep of your life. Why, do you want me to do it? No, we, we can ne- give oh, a damn. I'll do it, but it's going to be a negotiation. I'm going to no. get something for it. Truly, Clean I want to say I do not care. Fuck, I wish you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You live your life with integrity. You'd be using Gracie's sex wing. <laughs> Sorry. How how many seconds was that, guys, before we got right back to that sexual conversation? It's a good negotiation. All right. Anyway. That's let a me, record. Let me continue this. We're trying this. to reform him. We're going to continue this. So, you know, uh, first thing I want to do is, you know, I want, I'm going to finally tell my story the way it should be told. 
you know. And, and hey, listen, with the good, with the bad, with the ugly, you know, it's like all access. People can ask a question to us online or we'll have some way. Our producer, Dan, um, is our producer. And uh, <laughs> he's got his team with him and Chris and everyone. So we'll get questions and people want to know. And, you know, I'll answer if it's business, if it's sports, if it's racing related. You're definitely if a wealth of knowledge. If it's real estate business. related with Meg, we'll answer those questions. But, you know, I fought all my life for the ability to be free, you know, from the day I was born, really. See, along the way, I've been fighting for my freedom in different ways. So when I was younger, I fought for freedom of poverty. Like, we really grew up poor. Like, my family, we grew up in Irvington, Hillside in Newark, New Jersey. Like, you, I was a minority in my own thing. Like, I would, have, I would walk to school, and, like, literally dudes were like, go kick the white guy's ass. And I'm looking at him like, who's the white guy? Oh, shit, they're talking about me. Like, half my friends thought I was mixed or something because I had, like, a fucking afro. And, like, one, my mom didn't bathe me. So my hair was like, whatever. And I remember one teacher was like, do you comb your hair? I'm like, I don't have a comb. Aww. Can't afford a comb? What do you mean? She's like, you're dirty. I'm like, okay. So maybe that's why I'm a germaphobe or some shit. Like I'm making up for the showers I missed. We didn't have water. Aww. I remember going next door to the one lady like, can we borrow your hose? For what? So I can flush my toilet? That is Put so heartbreaking. Fucking thing. Yeah. How many brothers and sisters did you have? I have uh, two brothers, uh-huh. but I, one's a sister. Because he's gay, but I'm just kidding. I, it's a joke. It's a family joke. Okay, I so don't me know. And my one, me and my one brother Pat, we joke about it. Anyway, two brothers. Okay. Uh, they're each very different. Like, whoosh, right? Uh huh. Like there were probably three different dudes ever. So there's three boys, and how many girls were there? Three girls. And three girls. So yeah, six just, kids. Yeah. And a and single then, mom. Uh, and I don't care whatever. You're my favorite, and they know it all. You know, you're not supposed to like people say. Who's your favorite kid? I don't have a favorite kid. Now, each of my kids. Oh, you have a favorite, favorite kid. No, I don't. Everybody uh, has a no. favorite. At, at different times. You can't say it, but you yeah. always have a favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. I think so. Well, you're probably your mom's favorite. I think so, too. Of the seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, I don't have a favorite. They're all amazing. Like, one's funnier than the other. One's like, one is so quick-witted and like will negotiate with me. I'm like, fuck, I'm talking to myself. Like, I can't win it. Like, it's like, shit. Like, I met my match. Mm. And then the other one just has my competitiveness. Like, she, like if she's playing you in a game, like, she's going to fucking kill you. Like, like it's like Kobe mentality. Like, that's it's like, I'm winning at all costs. Like, I'm stepping on your throat or whatever, you know? So, things like that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> got that. Anyway, so... Again, when I was younger, I fought for freedom from poverty. When I was in school, I fought for freedom from the opinions of others telling me that I wouldn't amount to anything. So in high school, I remember there was some teachers. I actually went off on social media. I was like, fuck you, asshole. This is Catholic school, right? Yeah. In Jersey? The one teacher, yeah. And I was like, like he's on, he's has his opinion. Great, you have his opinion, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm not that fucking fifteen year old kid that you're gonna be like, look at you, you you're a shit bag. I'm gonna send you to the thing because you have a different opinion. You want your like far far left democratic opinion. Like, why can't I be democrat and be in the middle and just say, okay, hey, sometimes I'm gonna like this candidate, sometimes I'm gonna like this candidate, sometimes I'm not gonna like any candidate. You know? Sure. So, like, he wanted you to be him. I like feel like we all have like a teacher off. or a coach that turned us off to like yeah. some whereas, experience during whereas, our childhood. I agree. But with, with my experience, the best one, like two of the best teachers I had were actually religious teachers. But they never were like, well, one, one was the history teacher, but he was a priest, mm-hmm. right? And he didn't like, was like touching you or anything. So that didn't happen. Take your word for it. I swear to God. But he was so, <laughs> he wanted, honestly, he reminded you of like Jackie Gleason. Right? His name was Father Dembo. Like this guy was so funny. We'd be like going to like history debates and shit, and like people would like road rage and cut you off. He'd like stop the bus, right? Stop the bus. We're at a toll booth. He'd fucking open up the hood. People backing up and they're like blocked in. He's like, I don't know what's going on with the car. Like totally block them in. Like totally fuck with people. Mm. Like cause a traffic jam. We call that pulling a Chris Christie. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So. Yeah, he was he was he was so cool, and he was compassionate about things. And then the other guy was a guy named uh, uh, Alan Wright. He was the religion teacher, but um, you know he's married, has kids, and he actually he actually called me up. I'm in one of his books, like a Christian book. That's kind of odd, like you know. What's the reference? I don't think any of this content's getting in any of. What's Christian the reference books. in the book that you're in? Uh, Selena, you remember that? 
what's the we have the book downstairs i can get the book it's it's just basically about how you know through adversity you got to keep trying and be faithful and, and that the process is going to work okay and that'll that's another business topic that you know we'll try not to bring up sex with but uh, <laughs> do your best my friend yeah, yeah we'll do your best you know but um yeah it just gets to a point where you're you know it it's like how many times are you going to be told no to you give up okay and, and it's like having that faith and then someone could say did i have faith in myself did i have faith in god did i wh what did i have faith in you know was it the process and the journey so that's kind of what it is so even from then like when i was in school i had people's opinions like you don't even deserve to be here like the only reason you're here is because I don't know, maybe my mom went down on a nun or some shit and like probably shouldn't say that. Omit that. I would no, don't admit that. Who like I don't know, because my mom like went uh, she or maybe a police uh, a priest she blew. Who the fuck knows? Like, yeah, my mom She worked very hard to give you guys good opportunities. Yeah, but my mom honestly, my mom mom would do anything for her kids, so I wouldn't put her past her. Like she went into the convent or went into the rectory and came out with a fucking scholarship to pay for my high school because he's like, again, We'll go back to this later at different times, like the definitions of insanity, doing things over and over and expecting to change. Like my mom was like, okay, out of all my siblings, I was the youngest. So it's like. Were you the only one who went to Catholic school? Um, Catholic high school. I think they went to Catholic grammar school, one or two of them, but got kicked out or whatever. It's like, you know, when you grew up in the city and stuff like that, it's like, that's like, if you didn't get kicked out, they're like, what's wrong with you? I remember my friends from high school that that went to Catholic schools originally. They were some of the like worst behaved kids, the oh, ones yeah. that really wanted. Girls to... are great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly dressed, what I mean. They rolled up their skirts. They were like, like the fast ones. Giant skirts. They're the... Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh yeah. So anyway, I, I from a young age, it's like, it's why it's like there's times where I'll tell people like, "Hey, go fuck yourself," but like those things to me, they're not derogatory. Because when I heard them, it's like in one ear, out the other. And it doesn't, like, when people say offensive things to me, I don't take them as offensive. Because it's like I'm, like, desensitized to those comments or and that type of thing because of where you grew up. But you, you know? also said that you don't feel positive reinforcement either. It's just, you're, yeah, I don't, you're oh, numb I don't to like that, compliment. too. I don't like being thanked. Like, if I do something for someone, like, thank you very much. Oh, let me blow you. Like, so no, what speaks uh, to you? If you me, negative don't. comments don't. And positive comments don't. I think actions. Okay. I think that there's like a book. It's like up. so many languages of love. So you sound oh, like you're like that. a. Oh, I'm touch. What? You're touch? Yeah. It sounds like you're like love acts me. of service. No. I don't like people doing stuff for me. I don't, I do stuff for myself. Okay. I don't need you. Like even as some of my employees, like, Bill, you hired me to do a job. Why are you fucking doing it? Get out of the way. Let me do my job. Okay. I'm like, okay. You know, which I do. I let people. See, I'm quality them. time. Yeah, I like quality time too. Mm -hmm. But with touch. Don't try to change It's not your quality now. unless it's touch. You touch me and it's quality. Don't touch me. <laughs> we'll get in that story that one time tried the guy to kiss you and you're like, no, it'll get away from me. <laughs> that was a funny story. We'll get to that another day. But anyway, I got to read this statement because, okay. you know, why write it? Right. Or why have You worked really hard on that. Yeah, very hard. Yes. Um. So again, you know, uh, Many, no, many people just told me like, hey, I wouldn't amount to anything. And even in the military, like, you know, hey, you know, I fought for the freedom of this country. Thank you. Know? you. And you're welcome. And uh, I didn't know I was doing it at the time. You know, I joined the army because it's like, fuck, we're poor. It's the only way out. Yeah. And A lot of us have do that. It. You know, I was patriotic. I, right. I you know. I believed in the red, white, and blue and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, hey, this is an opportunity. Serve the country, blah, 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 and then do it. And, like, the recruiter, best sales guys ever. I mean, you want to sell something? Go get an Army, former Army recruiter. Wow. That's true. Think about it. Hey. They, that should not be allowed. They should not be able to come to high schools without your parents <laughs> oh there. And influence you to join. Like, I also don't yeah, think we should be like, able to sign for student this, this loans without being of, properly counseled. This sets the tone of me not listening to people much. All it's the, predatory. All the, all the counselors, the priests were like, don't do it. Like, because they, they always pushed like. So why did you? Just well, it looks good for, for a Catholic school to say, hey, look, we had 208 students and 208 went to college and fucking we have five billion dollars in well not billion but whatever a million dollars in scholarships like so you should give us your money every year to 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 put your students in this high school because 
it translate to getting right, into right, your right, college, right. Uh-huh. you know? Okay, so you went to the army because your family was impoverished. It was a good well, opportunity. Well, but now because you, well, your children to... are in a good place financially, would you ever encourage them to go to the military? Fuck no. I would never do that again. If I had to do it over again, no, I would have listened to Father Dembo. I would have listened to the counselor, Sister Carol. You know, all, I would have been like, don't do it. Like, they knew. So the people that supported me then, they knew. Like, like you talk to any of those guys. Well, one, the Father Dembo passed away, unfortunately. You know, he was got up there in age. But, but if anyone that actually took the time to get to know me, they understood, like, okay, this guy's pretty brilliant. Like, I remember taking the SAT test. I did really well. They were What'd like, you oh. get? I don't know. It was like 15-something, 15-10. And they were like, you cheated. Is that good? I don't know. SATs. It's almost perfect. We did ACTs. Yeah. But, I, like, even my IQ is, like, fucking I can be in Mensa. <laughs> you know, it's like the genius thing. I know. It's like, this. you want to be in Mensa? <laughs> no, you're all douches. So, I just, you know, I don't want to be in your club and pay you money to say I'm smart. Like, Everybody I don't, I don't in Mensa has only slept with four people. Four people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's smart, you yeah? know, but thousands of times. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> thousands of times. So, um so yeah, like just even fighting for the freedom of the country. And then, uh, when I got out of the military, you know, I, I fought against people who didn't think I had what it took to succeed in the real world, you know? And, uh, and now that I've gotten to a place that people rarely get to, uh, in life, you know, I'm fighting for my reputation, you know, uh, and a narrative that people in the press want to say about me that don't take the time to get to know somebody, you know, uh, and they understand, you know, I understand what it is to being labeled. And when you put a a label on people, you know, it's an attempt to limit you and limit their contribution to society. Like if growing up, you're like, Oh, you're just a poor kid. You're never going to be anything. Comb your fucking hair. Right. You're dirty. You want to change the narrative. Right. Like bitch, come to my house and see, I don't have fucking running water. Like you get to go home to your little house in the suburbs and you have tenure as a teacher and you say to whatever the fuck you want because you can't get fired. Mm hmm. Like, you know, you, you're so they're, they're lazy and they don't want to teach you. Like in the public school system, that's how it is. They sit back and they're like doing whatever. Like in our public school, we had people fucking lighting up cigarettes in the class. Like, hey, secondhand smoke. Really? The kids could smoke in school? No, the teachers would do that. Oh, really? Yeah. One teacher would have a flask. He would fucking be like hammered, drunk. Good His Lord. nose was red. And like, whoa, shit, you know? But anyway. <laughs> But I'm, but shout out to the Jersey education. But system. you know, what I want to make perfectly clear is I won't allow anyone to limit me. I never have, you know, um, and you shouldn't either. Nobody should, you know, and, uh, it's time to tell my story and without being censored by the media and, uh, you know, and Dan's not going to censor me. Dan's just going to put out what he puts out. He's our producer and, uh, you know, and my peers, my past associates, you know, every day I fight against those things that think they can take my ideas and do them better. You know, there's always people like Steve Jobs, you know, Steve Jobs, you know, he created Apple. Apple is and yours. It, and then they kicked <laughs> them out of they kicked them out of his own company. And uh, then they begged him to come back. You can identify with that. Yeah, a little bit. You know, uh-huh. we'll get into that another story. But you know what? It's like to me I get pissed off at those people. It's like, wait a minute, you like my idea? You think it's brilliant, but you don't like me? Well go fuck you. You know, like why like then you shouldn't have been invested or you shouldn't support it or you shouldn't be a customer. But you, you said that you don't live or die by people's opinions. So. I don't. I don't care. But if that's your opinion, go away. Don't use me to make you money, you know? Mm. Like if that's how you feel, like some people in this day and age, they still want the old white guy with gray hair that looks good in a suit. And you know what? That's not today. That's not what this is. You have very successful people. Look at like Joe Rogan. I don't know. He don't have a suit and a tie. The guy's but brilliant. he's a white guy. Smart guy, great marketer, a fucking deadly assassin with his like mixed martial arts. I mean, he could probably stand in the octagon and fight, but then that'll take his baldly headed good looks, you know? <laughs> like, he, you know, not everyone could look like him and me, you know? And, uh, you know, that that's the thing. Like, why fuck up this face, you know? And, uh, and, and I do okay fighting as well. Can you fight? Oh, I saw you kind of in a fight, in didn't I? Yeah, we got video. I so. saw you in a fight in New York with a, a mentally ill that, no, listen, listen, I was defending your honor. Not my I'm, honor. I'm fine. I'm local. Yeah, okay, I, we just I, keep on walking by. I, you did. You're <laughs> like, hey, 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 what are you doing? Yeah. And it, well, that was funny. No, the funny thing with the fighting was like, 
we we walked by. The guy almost tried to kick my ass, but we were like, hey, get the fuck away. We walked away. I think the tagline was fight or flight, motherfucker. Yeah, because you want to fight or flight. And I'm like, well, flight. We're gonna we're not going to yeah. get involved. So I said that. So then <laughs> This three, is your stoop. You have it. <laughs> three people. Yeah, he's like, he's just guarding. He's right in Midtown, too. He's guarding a 7-Eleven. It was 7-Eleven. Yeah, yes. Was like, right yeah. outside of. What's, where were we? What was You that? will not take my Slurpee. Where were we? What was the place? Where were, where, what stadium were we at? What? 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 Not Barclays. Where were we? What are you talking about? Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, yes. Well, we were coming MSG. from my hotel. See, I'm just kidding. Isn't it remarkable? What? We And we went out the back door of the hotel. Couldn't have the front door paparazzi. But I was like, we could go out the front door or the back door. I chose the back door. And then this guy, like, we come out, you make a right. Was that? It's the Renaissance, right? In, the down? hotel you're at? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The hotel we were at? I'm just kidding. Again, I will not have to defend this, but we yeah. did have a drink in the lobby. I did not have a drink. Bill had an iced tea. I did have an iced tea. It was the finest leaf. Do you remember what I had? You had a not a mule did no, you didn't have the mule thing. No, I don't like mixed drinks. You had a drink. Just a whiskey. A whiskey with what? Ice. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Did you get to the end of your statement? No. Because there's all things in here. You know, again, I won't allow anyone to limit me, and I don't want anyone to limit anyone else in here. And, you know, I don't want to be censored. And, and, you know, every day I fight against people that think they can do my ideas better or that, you know, or that they're better than me. You know, again, the standard issue white guy in a suit that does everything that he was trained to do. You know, brains can't process the fact that what this world needs is someone who can dismantle things that aren't working anymore and build them better at the same time, you know? And, uh, the second thing I want to accomplish, I want to really help those who, uh, are strong enough to push back against those labels. And for those that aren't strong enough to push back against those labels, like I have a lot of knowledge of, you know, things I've done bad, like take on the experience, like live as a song. And one of the lyrics is I've, we've made 10,000 years of mistakes but we're still here. You know, thank God I didn't touch the ground. Like you didn't get, you didn't smash the ground. You're still here. So it's okay to make those mistakes, but you can make 10,000 mistakes. Just don't make the same mistake twice. You know, you're still here. You're still breathing and you still have people to help. So I'm willing to give anyone, you know, help, but at a certain point you can't enable them and you can't do it for them. You know, you take them to a certain point, like, okay, I can help you, smack you on the butt, and you keep going, you know. But I'll always be here for knowledge and advice. And, um, you know, so, uh, but, yeah, I want people to succeed despite of what the barriers and labels people put on them. And uh, that's why I encourage anyone to to write in, to call in, to they want to be a guest, they want to talk about something, or they want real estate advice on, say, the investor side or the the broker uh real estate agent side so we need feedback what what would be valuable for listeners yeah how can we help you yeah and it's like no like with so, financial advice with business tactics with negotiation yeah so a what, lot of, what's valuable for you yeah so a lot of people when i said okay you know well chad taylor who's the lead guitarist of the uh multi-platinum rock band live he came to me and was like you really should do that podcast he was like you know, the shit you're saying, like he tells me, he's like, Bill, there's not a week that goes by that I'm like, fuck, that was brilliant. You know, like things that I've said to him and, he, and equally, I have brilliant friends. They said brilliant things to me, too. But um, but he's like, that knowledge needs to be shared or you got to write a book or you got to do something. And I've been approached to have books written about me and different things. And um, but millions of people can have that. So why not share it? And especially in this day and age with media and content creation i think that's like the new human capital like you just put out your knowledge and see what you say if we get one listener and we can help one person great if we can get millions great i don't care but i don't want to be like those guys pitching cds and tapes and dvds yeah just trying to monetize yeah. a month <laughs> you know tony uh, robbins will change your life if you give us ten thousand dollars yeah i mean early on in his days that dude was he had some really good content and really you know, actually, he asked the right question. Why do you want to do something? And he even said he's the why guy. Do I have to pay for that? No, but the, no, but you know what, though? That's all you need from Tony Robbins. And he'll tell you that. But now he's into like, I don't know, fucking Drinking vitamins and minerals yeah. and this thing and invite you into to his 
shows for ten thousand dollars a weekend or a week, and then he doesn't even show up for them. And, <laughs> and then he's got people that want to charge you so five thousand dollars, you know, for a real estate class that half the shit they teach you would put you in jail because you're going against like RESPA and you're going against. What's that saying though? Those who can't do teach. Like, why aren't you yeah. out there doing all those great ideas you have, sir? Dan's a professor at a college, so you might want to fucking... He like, but Dan is working right now as a producer. I know. I know. Dan does both. He does and, and teaches. At, that's why he's here. So Dan does both, obviously. But I'm just Don't saying... Don't try to turn people against me. Don't do that again. <laughs> I'm a narcissist. He he has some I'm traits. I'm gaslighting. He... Just kidding. Has some traits. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe Asperger. Definitely some traits. <laughs> yeah, like there's a strong correlation between Asperger's and narcissism. Now I haven't seen any studies, but there's definitely something there. Then why somebody you, call in. I haven't seen any in. studies, but I've seen it with my own eyes. When I'm like on a mushroom, I thought of that. I'm just kidding. Another drug reference. I All don't right. do drugs. I'm, and neither do I. So anyway, everyone was like, "Okay, you got to do this, but you can't do it alone." You should get a co-host. And literally... Good idea. The first... Like, it's the funniest thing. It's like... Probably when the idea first came up, I hadn't talked to you in a while. I mean, yeah, we went to dinner, I think, in Vegas last year or something. Oh, yeah. When I was there for that real estate conference. Yeah, Costa Del Mar, right? And... Um, that was a nice place. Yeah, it was really good. Yep. They brought out a tray with, like, fishes on it with the head. <laughs> like, anyway. So... Well, Chad's like, you got a host. I said, I got the perfect person already. And he's like, who? I said, Meg. I mean, you're just like, you're like Prince, Meg, like first name only. <laughs> Jones. Like, it was just Meg. I was like, Meg. He's like, that's brilliant. I'm like, yeah, I kind of do that sometimes. You know, and he. I, Thanks for the referral, CT. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put her on the payroll. So it's because like, you know, one, you know, obviously you're beautiful. That's beyond what'd you say inside. inside yeah well i haven't seen inside yet ah guys are you are you seeing the pattern <laughs> yeah exactly okay no but my point is like yeah like so even when like shit i remember interviewing her for the first time we were in andretti autosport and she comes in and fucking like five guys came in like that one must be on like, and I attribute that to the gift of gab. No, they didn't even talk to her. <laughs> the one guy was Mosley. Mosley was just like, oh, she, oh but, you. But Mosley, oh, you brother. Mosley, yeah, Mosley was like, he didn't. He wasn't even like because she was hot. He was just like, because we're Buckeyes. Buckeyes. And they did like the gang Buckeye symbol we thing. We are Ohio and, University Bobcats. Bobcat, whatever. Like yes. Bobcat. And like, like, I'm like, what is this shit? Like he got into, he was all... He We're was, like a well, gang. You got well. You two know Mosley, but yeah, and you know Mosley. But there's actually a picture of you and Mosley somewhere on one of the UFD racing pages. Like you guys are just hanging out there. Good kid. And Great kid, uh, yeah. he dates one of my friend's uh, daughters now. And I hope they get married. We I gotta hope so go. too. That we would make a really be, lovely couple. We could, the, we could be. Uh, you could be my plus one. I want to be Greg's best man. What? No, I don't think they're engaged yet. If, I hope we didn't ruin the surprise. Yeah, <laughs> he better buy her a big ring. Yeah. Well, your dad's Michael Andretti. You better yeah. get a big Do ring. Do not disappoint. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you'll end up in the Passaic River swimming with the fishes. <laughs> Sorry. It's a joke. You know, or be towed behind a hauler. Um, yeah, he's a good kid, though. But, yeah, he was like, oh, you got to put her on. And then, like, everyone else was coming in like, oh, man, she's hot, she's hot. And I'm like. But I was like, fuck this. I'm still going to ask her questions. And literally, I was asking her questions about, hey, why do you want to be a UFD girl? You know, how are you going to be a spokesmodel and brand ambassador? It's more about like, hey, you know, Meg was never interested in just saying, hey, I'm walking down on a racetrack and looking pretty and people talking to me. Like, she wanted to engage people and use her brain. I'm like, so I like, can manage the team. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, can I be the manager? And, uh, and um, you know. Yeah, yeah, were there people on the team that just looked good in whatever? And they're like, hey, you know, like. For those who don't know, Bill's a, a major sponsor of an IndyCar team. Was. Yeah. Right, well, was. And yeah. had the brilliant idea of they hiring don't, don't spokesmodels like that for that. Yeah, they don't like that anymore. That's like sexist or something like that. There were people, naysayers, who yeah. felt like that. They're still naysayers. Women. They bring it up in letters like, ooh, you shouldn't have done that. It's a very conservative yeah. approach. But. Yeah. 
I think but the, guess what? That's that's like that approach is they're going to be left by the wayside, and this fucking opportunity is going to pass them. It's by. kind of old fashioned yeah, mentality, yeah. Yeah, and, you know. So anyway, known each Meg other for was, years. Meg was very intellectual, and like her brain appreciate it. Thought on another level, like she's only like around. Like I really didn't really engage too much with the UFD girls. I was out in like business meetings and different things, and I don't know. We were at one of the races. I don't forget where. And you're like, hey, can I sit? Like, you sat down with me. We're eating lunch, and you're like, let me pick your brain. And we started talking. And she's like, you know, she'll tell you more about that story. But we were like, uh, I felt like I could identify with Bill's background from having a lot of brothers and sisters and a single mom, and the fact that he was self-made. He's he's very well to do nowadays. So that to me felt like a lot of parallels for my own life. So Bill willingly shared a lot of thoughtful and insightful business principles and i'd like to think that i learned a great deal from him under his tutelage there was we were at the one when we were at that dinner she was bringing shit up i said to her and like and you said this and i'm like like there's shit i say i don't remember i mean if you ever watch some stadium super truck races and you see me crash a lot of head trauma (laughs) we joke about it but it it's true i do forget a lot of things and then but you can jar my memory so if i had concussions i've forgotten things you know I've been to, down in Florida at this medical center that does hyperbaric chamber and brain stuff. And, you know, because, you know, it's same thing with football players. You want to make sure that you're not getting CTE. And they, they, and again, if you know you got CTE, that means you're dead and they're like you're in a Petri dish and they're. What's CTE? <sighs> Google that shit. I'm just kidding. What is that? Some sort of trauma? It's a brain thing okay. that uh, if you got enough brain trauma so a lot of nfl players get it and then literally like right there and then they get like um chronic traumatic encephalopathy we can do this together encephalopathy, encephalopathy yeah <laughs> so it's like and there's no way to diagnose it ahead a of disease time. of the brain found in athletes military veterans and others with the history of repetitive head impacts yeah so even in the military like i've had many concussions like i've gotten concussions and people have seen it just fucking getting into a car like jumping into a car, not even a race car, like my personal fucking car, like bam. And I'm like, fuck. And every Maybe time you I do it, wear a helmet around. Yeah. <laughs> but he, shit, I said, look at the last SST race I did in Adelaide, Australia. I fucking went on a ride. Did but my, you? my point is, it's the funniest thing. And every time, every single time I've ever got a concussion, I hear the song, You Can Ring My Bell in my head. <laughs> you can ring my bell. Ring my bell. I swear to God, it's the funniest thing. From the first, I was like 18 in the army, hit my fucking head really bad, you know? Bam, ring my bell. It's the funniest thing ever. (laughs) I'm going to hear that in my head when I see you crash next. I had a guy in China. Cue it up. (laughs) We were at that like bird's nest stadium in China, and I was winning the race. I was like like dominating, right? And I I lapped this guy, Davey Hamilton Jr., and then this, this Chinese guy, he, they were all like, they actually got black flag because they were like pussies. They weren't hitting the jumps. They were only this one Joker jump. It was like a straight up jump, and you just kind of came straight down on your nose like a lawn dart, and it hurt like hell. But like, fuck it, you got to do it, right? Trucks are safe. So I, he took this outside when he landed on top of me, and literally five thousand pound truck just like smashing on me. My brain felt like it was like electric. It started tingling, and I was like, oh shit, and I like. You got to see the onboard. I'm like, I'm like touching my head. Like, is it, am I fucking head still there? But again, I do that and you can ring my bell comes on the radio. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's fucking funny as shit. Was this your last race? The most recent one? No, that was in 2016 oh, okay, in China. Okay. We were in China. We were in Lord. China. China. <laughs> huge. huge. They love me there. There was like 75. <laughs> no, listen, the Chinese government don't fuck around. They put like guards outside our doors. Like, do not leave. Actually, really? I don't even think that was a Chinese accent, but I shouldn't even try to do that. And then your accent. No, like that they're like, I'm like, I got to go to the front desk to get bottles of water. Why? So I could brush my, you're going to brush your teeth. The sink was like, don't use this to brush your teeth. And they really? had bottles of water. Really? I like to brush my teeth, you know? Good habit you know? to have. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So it's like, that's that. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, this is what's just gonna be these uh, long form podcasts that Dan like. That you know, Meg was my first choice, and I was I'm happy she said yeah. I mean she's kind of busy. She never texts you back. Like you text Meg, 
if you're a guy trying to date Meg and she texts you back in like two weeks, she might be into you. You know, it take like a week to get back to you. Like, hey, she's kind of busy. And I'll tell you one thing. Like right now, Meg, like her tribe, if you're in her tribe, if you're if you're part of if if you like her mom, like that comes first. She's gonna drop everything for that. And no offense to you or nothing, but she's gonna leave you by the wayside. You know? <laughs> and her, and her I, friends. I will I will agree yeah. with that. I'm not a person who lives in my phone. Yeah. But I like that about myself. Yeah, exactly. I, I like feel that, like yeah. I give myself to the people that are present. Yeah. And Without question. A lot of times your phone steals your attention, steals the conversation. And I think we're I richer for now. Avoiding it. I hate it now because, like, I'll lay down in bed, and one of the funniest things I fucking came upon recently, like, I, I cry laughing. So does Chris and Scott and, like, TikTok. Like, I'll lay in bed and I'll just scroll through TikTok, and I, like, we'll send it. We got a group chat of just sending people funny ass fucking TikToks, and we're dying laughing. It's the. F- Do you have TikTok? I don't. Don't. It, t- it's I so good. Don't. <laughs> it's, it's like, like, literally, I send them with my kids. It's the. F- funny i even got a group chat with my three kids and my ex-wife you know like that's how friendly we i are, like your right? guys' relationship yeah it's awesome i have a lot of respect for that yeah so anyway we can talk about like so again meg was my first choice and so I, I was just happy she said yes because i really wanted to uh you know have the opportunity to actually you know one of the, like there's so many people that actually have access to me you know and they can have like people that had access to me 24 7 for years and I, and and they listen they saw this stuff and um exactly and then, <laughs> and then they uh it's and 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 you know they take your advice and they're like oh that doesn't work or and i'm like i'm telling you what the fuck i did i'm telling you how it was done and then they're gonna go the other way and then they come back and they blame you for it not working I heard an expression years ago that said, if you are lucky enough to ride the elevator of success to the top, it's your duty to send it back down for the rest of us. Yeah. So I think that's the whole idea with you wanting to share your experience, share your knowledge, is to let a few more people into the, the club. Yeah, but so I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm like, you could bring, you know, that saying you could bring a horse to water and you can't, can't make him drink. In. Like, there's times I've actually, <laughs> I love shoved. how you, you changed the, <laughs> <Is> it, <laughs> the cliche. I, I've tied, I don't know. It's, too, I've t- yeah, but I've taken I've done that with people where I've like tried to fucking just open up the tap and just feed the water in it. That doesn't work, and you know like li- and then they're like you get fussed. <laughs> you're like kicking him in the fucking <laughs> elevator. You know it's like get in, come in. Like it's like the the worst thing. Like man, I grew up with people that were so great in basketball. They could have been NBA players. Like you watched them on the playground. Like wow, this guy. Like there were there were people out there. That were way better than Michael Jordan at basketball, way better than Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, football players, way better than uh, the Bradys of the world and stuff like that, and and the baseball players like my favorite Reggie Jackson or you know. But guess what? They never left that playground. They never got outside their comfort zone. They they had potential. They squandered their potential. But they squandered it. So it's like I wasn't going to be that guy, you know. But do you think that everybody is presented with a fair opportunity? No. No, not at all. No, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, a lot of those honestly, people you're talking about, they came from great homes. They had two yeah. parents in the home. Absolutely. They had a great education. Sometimes three parents. They had money. A lot of times, that's yeah. that in itself is a huge barrier for yeah. anybody to be successful. I agree. Like, I think if I was in a different household and I was still the same person, like I had to drive. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind I could have been a major league Even baseball greater. player. Even greater. Okay, exactly. Like, major league baseball player. So, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, hey, here we're going to get to. Like, like wealth is not the status of success, in my opinion. It's the status of, like, doing what you want, having the fr- freedom. It's a societal benchmark, though. I guess. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, some people use their wealth in one way and other people use their wealth in another way. But, I mean, my point is, like, I, I like the fact that I can get up and wake up and do what I want when I want to do it that time but typically I choose to work because I'm not done yet you know I still want to work I still want to create jobs I still want to reverse economic inequalities you know all right boom that's it this is the thrill cast this is the thrill cast this is the thrill cast
Hey, uh, just want to let you everyone know about, you know, we, we obviously coming out of the gate, you know, we have a few sponsors that we'd like to acknowledge. Obviously, uh, you know, you can't do things like this and have producers that charge you exorbitant amount. I mean, like Dan's expensive, man. We got to pay the bill. Got to pay for Dan and his like he's got an assistant already. Like, holy shit. And then we got, uh, you know, videographers and editors and California and publicists and all this stuff. And we probably still only get two people to watch it. But, you know, we do have sponsors. Uh, one of our first sponsors is the Wolf Project. Um, it's actually, it's pretty cool. So it's a men's uh, line. I tried this product. I, I don't know. I found it. I was searching. One of the companies I used to use, they started discontinuing some of their products, and it was a really good product. And so I was searching and searching and searching for a product to use um, for men's care. This is just one of their products. This is their face mask. So I came to know them because I've been doing research about what men's product is good for, you know, washing your face and hydrating because it's very important. Women, women like a clean man. We do. We don't like a frou-frou man either. So I'm sure you don't want something that's too extravagant. No, it's no, I mean, it's not that either, but simple as this cleanse skin. Well, here's the thing. This, this one here is awesome. So this is a hydrating face mask and it really penetrate has a deep penetrating serum you know 15 minutes a week you get a great effect it's all natural formula and it's a wildly powerful skincare for you i use these face masks at least once a week and uh for 15 minutes actually uh our videographer uh chris he he's been using them and uh you know he's already noticed the difference after just using it twice and then there's a a, a face wash which is really good gets you really clean and, and a lotion that's that is a really light lotion so it uh to me, works. So I'm happy with it. And, uh, you know, I, I use it personally. And, uh, you know, people who see me in per like, honestly, going on a date, I'm like, the girl's always like, well, how old are you? I was like, well, how old do you want me to be? What's too old? Right. Anyway, it's just a joke. And a lot of times people go, well, I would think you're like 33, 34. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But some yeah, if you look, I, I, you know, you always got to pride yourself in having, you know, a good skincare regimen, and you know, hey, get manicures, pedicures, stuff like that. You got to take care of yourself. People like that. So uh, this is this is one of the products that is uh, the thrill approved. And actually, if you go to their website, because you know all the people are going to watch for us. So all the codes we're going to do with any of our sponsors is easy. The thrill. So for this, they're going to give you twenty percent off for anything you order on their website, and it's the the. Well, I got to go to their website. Shit. It's um, uh, wolfproject.co. So wolfproject.co. Enter the code, the thrill, and you're going to get 20% off. So if ladies are out there, you know, order it for your men, give them a try. And uh, that's that's good product. There you go. So I actually want to take the time to, you know, thank another sponsor. And it's a really good product. And uh, I know there's a lot of them out there, but, I mean, shit, Money Mayweather uses this one. And I think uh, Rob Gronkowski and a few other uh, athletes and, and celebrities use this one. And, you know, they, they sponsored me uh, on the racing side of things. And, you know, you got to keep your pearly white. So it's called uh, Snow Teeth Whitening. So their website is trysnow.com. So this it this is their wireless one. They have a wire a wired one. The wired one I take with me on the road when I race, you know, because you never know when you got to go pling. So you put this <laughs> thing in, and it turns blue. This goes in your mouth and it activates. Um, turn it off. So that's the wireless one. But and you actually just you know you paint it on your teeth, and it it really is not sensitive. So like there's some that are so sensitive and it burns. Like man, I use the one that you pick up in the store and it burns your teeth. And this one doesn't, but it, in a couple applications, your teeth really respond white. It's really good. Try snow. And again, the thrill, this one, they're going to give you 30% off exclusively to people from our podcast. So typically on their website, sometimes they have coupon codes for 20, 25%. How soon will you see results? First time. First time yeah. you saw that your, yeah. your teeth First time. I just watched my hands on live on here. So again, this is... You go there, it's called trysnow.com, and if you put in the code the THRILL, uh, they're going to give you 30% off, so that's a good deal. So, And, and you know, hey, listen, I'm going to beat up sponsors for our listeners just because I want you to, uh, to do that. So, And, again, you'll never like see me ask regular, you know, listeners or people. Like, I'm going to give my knowledge away for free, but I will 
take money from sponsors. We do need somebody to pay for this. Yeah. Well, I'm Starbucks. Give us a call. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But my, my point is like, if we can negotiate that from our followers and our listening, we get a, yeah, a pretty big Yeah, it's the least we listen. could do. You know, we're going to, we're going to do that. And really, we're not just going to support any product. Like, like, like honestly, if the Wolf Project was shit, I would, I wouldn't, I would tell you, I w it wouldn't even be in here. I would just throw it away. If that's snow teeth whitening, burn my teeth or burn my gums, I should say. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't uh, ever be using that stuff. So it's, it's really good products. So yeah, stand I'll behind. I'll take your it. word for it.